You better not lose the recording this time. <laughs> yeah, I know it is. <laughs> Let's figure it out. Okay, so, hello and welcome to Strange New World with Icarus and Cassandra. This podcast will contain strong language and utter stupidity. Is that good? Is that a good intro? Very professional. <laughs> this is where we need to have, like, the little jingle. <clears throat> and then that we'll will go really nicely. Yay. <laughs> okay, Cassandra, what's the topic tonight? Um, cryptids. And I, I said something else a minute ago, and now I can't remember what it fucking was. Cryptids. That's the... <laughs> Unsolved, there we go. Cryptids and unsolved mysteries. That's okay. <clears throat> Cryptozoology. Yes, that one. Care to, give us, care to give us a rundown of what that is? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, right. Made up monsters and stuff. Yeah, basically. But, right, I was thinking, I was thinking about this, because you know I went to a friend's house earlier, and I was thinking about this on the way back, right? Mm-hmm. what if like we <laughs> we like make up some more cryptids like people that exist that feel like they shouldn't exist because they should be cryptids okay <laughs> like who was the one that I came up with oh I came up with someone now I can't remember who it fucking was but like someone like Andre the Giant from like what, like the 1800s, early 1900s? Right. He should be a cryptid. Like, how the... F- he, w- he was, like, huge for his, like, era and everything. He should have been, like, a fucking cryptid. We Wasn't he a wrestler? Yeah, but, like, that's not the point. Like... <laughs> yeah. I'm just wondering how far back you're dating him. I'm pretty sure I watched him on TV. <laughs> no, no, wait, no, wait, no. No, maybe. I don't know. Let me hang on. Is he the guy from The Princess Bride? Oh, shit. Yeah, he is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know that well-known 1800s movie? Why did I think he was like from the 1800s? I just have to let you know, when a film is set in a time, it doesn't mean it was actually recorded. (laughs) He was born in like 1946. (laughs) Why did I think he was from the 1800s? I have no idea. (laughs) No, I don't know either. Oh, no, that's bad, isn't it? Can we start okay, so again? <laughs> and the adult language. Oh, my Oh my God, he fought against Hulk fucking Hogan. Yeah. Oh, um, I, I got that really wrong. But anyway, he, he should be a cryptid. <laughs> he but, should oh, be a cryptid. I, no, but I thought of like a really good example for it when I was driving, and now I can't remember what it was. Is it because he was very big? Yeah. And very short. <laughs> Who is the other one that could like eat loads? Maybe I was thinking of him. Also a wrestler? No, this one. Oh, wait a minute. Guy <laughs> who could eat anything. Tavare. Tavare. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Tavare. Never heard of it. 1800s. Oh, he was only like 26 when he died. Bloody hell. It's because he was eating anything. Yeah. Was he a geek? Was he a geek? I mean, I don't think so. Yeah. The um, 
the terminology they used to use for people who would eat anything in a circus. Oh, I don't know. It's come a long way. So they'd bite the heads off of chickens, they'd eat car parts, that kind of thing. They'd eat car parts? Car parts. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure they would. It'd take them a while, but yeah. They'd eat glass bottles and things like that. Well, I mean, glass is only sand, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't like sand in my mouth either. Oh, I do. I used to eat sand when I was little. Starting to explain a lot. <laughs> I've also eaten a bit of a light bulb. Any reason? Um, I watched a lot of Darren Brown, and he said, like, as long as you're careful, you can eat a light bulb. And, like, okay. you can get, like, the mental capacity to, like, eat a light bulb. Because, again... <laughs> It gets you get the mental capacity of a light bulb. <laughs> no, to eat a light bulb. Like, you can get, like, the mental strength, maybe that's the word I should have used, to, like, eat a light bulb. Um, Were you an adult or a child? Oh, no, I was an adult when I did this. Did you make the light snack pun? No. Uh, this podcast's over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in fairness, I did it, like, in my room. Like, I didn't go down to my parents and be like, hey, watch me eat this bit of a light bulb. Did you break a piece of a light bulb just to eat it? No, I... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I broke a light bulb. (laughs) Was it an energy saver? No, it was just an ordinary light bulb. It was... It was... So, I was a budding little scientist, and I wondered what would happen if you put, like, a face wipe on a light bulb. Um, Okay. I didn't think that it would explode, but it turns out that's exactly what happens, yeah. Um, (laughs) Oh, uh, just just do the disclaimer. Please don't try any of this at home. (laughs) No, I mean, they've been warned what happens, so (laughs) they do it their own fault. I really shouldn't say this, but it sticks in my head every time. Have you heard that thing about you can put a light bulb in your mouth? Yes. Isn't that insane? So who was it on? Oh, it was on one of them, like, ridiculous... Medical programs, yes, but I don't know if it's true. No, it is because this was like the the like a real life one that they obviously like dramatized yeah. things and like yeah. these actors and everything and stuff. But yeah, and it was on a real life one. Some guy went in because he had a light bulb in his mouth and then couldn't get it out. And all the doctors were like, well, "We don't really know what to do." Um, yeah. and the, like one doctor came in and was like, "Oh, could you not just pull it out?" And they tried doing that, and then you could like see he was in like immense pain. And then they explained that like you can put a light bulb in your mouth. But you can't take it out because your jaw your jaw opens enough to put the light bulb in, but then doesn't open enough to go over the like the hump bit. Yeah. Yeah, you can fit an entire fist in your mouth. I can't. Yeah, me neither, but I'm just saying. No. I wasn't sure if it was one of these urban myths that have gone. Like this like the sex thing of putting a gerbil up your anus. Yeah, but people did that, didn't they? No. There's never been a single reported case. <laughs> Of it, I fell down quite a rabbit hole once. <laughs> no, but the <sighs> I don't know where it came from, but there's never been a single reported medical case of someone doing it. It is all anecdotes. Yeah, but I feel like some like someone must have done it though to it, know it's parodied and everything. It even happens in Family Guy. <clears throat> yeah, but to know not to do it, someone had to have done it, right? I don't think that holds water. <laughs> well, I think it does. <laughs> I've never licked a Wolverine's eyeball, but I know not to do it. 
True, yeah, fair point. Although you eat my dog, so... I, I ate one... No, didn't I? I ate two. Ah. The scientific method, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in fairness, it was the same light bulb. I just save some for later. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> did you crunch it or did you swallow whole? No, I crunched it because that's what Dan Brown said to do. Is because obviously, eventually, it will just turn to sand. So right. I wanted to see if that was true, and it no, does. It it does it not turn to ground glass? Well, yeah, but ground, like, to make glass, it's just really, 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 really hot sand, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, like, you can chew on a bit of a light bulb and eventually it will just turn to sand. Okay. But if I said I was putting ground glass in your sandwich... <laughs> you'd say, well, no, yeah, thank that, you. Yeah, that, I, I would be a bit concerned. Yeah. Do you remember crunchy um, chocolate spread? Yeah. Yeah. I want them to bring that back. <laughs> Ground glass isn't anything like crunchy chocolate spread. It's just, <laughs> just no, a little segue. But I want them to bring crunchy chocolate spread back. Okay. Can you can you do something about that? No. What I can do <laughs> is steer us slightly back towards cryptids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, yes, cryptids. So, um, who is that's maybe that's what we should we should have like as a question, right, for people to answer at the end is who is your favorite cryptid? Mine is Mothman because mm-hmm. he's he's just wonderful. Because he doesn't, like, he it just scares people. He doesn't really do anything, like, dangerous. And I know everyone's like, oh, but he, like, messes with the future and all that and different stuff. But he didn't actually mess with the future. He just gave people an idea of what the future was going to be. Doesn't he, like, prophesize deaths and give them the opportunity to change it themselves? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, he, he isn't doing anything wrong. He's just flying around being a massive moth. He's like the Christmas spirit from... <gasps> oh, my God, yes. Yes. Like the um, Ghost of Christmas Future. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, he is. <laughs> I love it when I hear you have a revelation. That's, I love that. That's great. Yeah. So, yeah, he's just, he's just, he just seems like he's just really chill. Like, I can imagine if you could, like, go to a party and you'd have, like, Mothman. Big for all like the like the major cryptids there. Mm-hmm. I feel like he'd be the one that I'd want to hang out with most. You just have to draw him away from the light bulbs. Yeah. <laughs> oh look at that! You two have both got something in common. You both have to stay away from light bulbs. <laughs> I was like, right? How old was I when I ate that? Too old. <laughs> I mean, I was probably like fourteen. Okay. Like I've 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 done a lot of growing since then. I'm not going to eat another light bulb. A lot of growing. Those those light bulbs are really healthy. <laughs> Cryptid wise, is Bigfoot a yeti 
and skunk ape, all the same creature, but just like African and Indian elephants. What the what the fuck was the third one you said? Skunk ape. What the fuck is a skunk ape? He's like from the Florida swamplands and stuff like that. Right, I'm looking. But basically, a yeti. I mean, they do like they they do say that, don't they? That like a yeti and Bigfoot are all the same. They're just in different parts of the world. Yeah. Skunk ape. Oh my god. <laughs> are you looking up skunk ape? Yeah. Okay. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think they're all the same. Right, should we have yeah. a... I'm going to Google... Um, cryptids. Oh, my God, there's a list on Wikipedia. Wonderful. <laughs> are, are yokai technically cryptids? They're the... Um, the Japanese, Japanese kind of spirit things, yeah. No, like, the piece of, like the piece of flying cloth that flies down the street and strangles people. Oh, the Loch Ness Monster counts as a cryptid. Yeah. Aww. It's because there's no proof. Ness isn't a cryptid. Is, Is she that... a crypt or a blood? Huh? <laughs> Right, okay, wait a minute. Do... Oh, they've got, like, a list of urban legends. Maybe we'll have to do that another day. Right, do yokai count as cryptids? I don't think they do. I don't think they would. No, because they're, they're like... like um, they're like spirits. Like, yeah, yeah, classical monsters and mythical creatures. Yeah. So, no, they I don't love... count as thingy. I love all the Japanese ones, like the one that makes you sad. It just floats into the room and the tone lowers. Oh, that one sounds quite cute, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, and she's married to the happy one, apparently. The spirits are together, and when they're together, they uh, cancel each other out. Oh, that's quite cute. There's also one that follows you along a path. And if you hear footsteps behind you, you just have to step out of the way and say, after you, Mr. Whatever he's called, and he'll wander past and cause you no more harm. Oh, that's cute. I see I like them. They're lovely, aren't they? I think, I think they're quite cute. Yeah. I can't believe they think Nessie is a... Cryptid. He's a cryptid. Do you believe, believe in Nessie? Do you think she's a dinosaur? I mean, probably, yeah. Although I did read, there's a thing called a, a piste. What? In Scotland. It's got the body of a serpent, the head of a horse, and I think that's about it. But it comes on, it's in the locks, but then it comes onto land to eat sheep. Oh, yeah, well, I've heard of them. So, yeah, if you, if you can't find it in the water, it's because it's on the land hunting. Yeah. It just returns. Have, yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah. Yeah, I have heard of them. Right, so the list of cryptids on Wikipedia is set into aquatic or semi-aquatic, terrestrial, hominid and flying. Okay. <clears throat> um, there's not a lot of... There's one called a Ningen, 
I don't know if that's how you say it, but it's in the sub-Antarctic, and it looks like a snowball with legs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's cool. Um, That may have just been a polar bear. No, no, like, like the legs are like, like leg legs, like human legs. Like he's been leg day at the gym. Yeah. I'm just picturing like really muscular legs on a snowball. <laughs> I'll I'll put the link up later. Um, there's a Beast of Bodmin Moor. I've heard of that one. Yeah, Beast of Bodmin. Um, Possibly a boar. Which is in Cornwall in England. Ooh. Beast really? of Exmoor, which they say is a big cat, which is in England. Yeah. Oh, there's a hippo. hippo. (laughs) The Malagasy hippo and Madagascar. That might just be a hippo. It might just be a hippo, yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, the hominid ones, these are the ones that we like. So, there's Bigfoot, obviously. (laughs) The Honey Island Swamp Monster. That sounds so cute. The skunk. That's the honey monster. It's (laughs) yeti. Right. Okay. So the yeti that says an abominable. Oh my god! I can't say that word. Abominable snowman, which is primarily in Asia and like the Himalayas, where Bigfoot is United States and Canada. But maybe isn't like the yeti meant to? Because obviously, a snowman is abominable snowman. Yeah. So isn't I suppose that's meant to be like white and more like blending with the snow, isn't it? Yeah. Just camouflaged for their area. Yeah. But they do I mean they do look pretty much the same. I mean the Yeti looks a bit more like chubby. The Yeti looks more like you could like cuddle him, whereas Bigfoot I don't necessarily think you could cuddle Bigfoot. Is that because he's furrier because of colder climates? Probably, yeah. Yeah. There's a place, because it says Bigfoot's United States and Canada. There's a place in Canada. Um yeah. I can't remember what it's called. There's a place in Canada where polar bears just regularly, like, come into the, like, the towns and stuff. So everyone in the town leaves their, like, car doors and, like, house doors open. So if you're being chased by a polar bear, you can just open the door and get in. That's really disappointing. I was hoping the polar bears were driving cars. <laughs> I'm afraid not. Sorry. (laughs) A boy can dream. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my God. Wait. Wait. Oh. Oh, that's what... Okay, right. So, Mothman. I was on his Wikipedia page. (laughs) He's very up to date. (laughs) So... Batman and his antagonist, Killer Moth, are varyingly cited as influences for the term Mothman. Yay! So that's where Mothman came from, is because Batman was fighting the origin of Killer Moth. So he's a DC superhero now? Yes. Oh my god, yes! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, yes, that's exactly, yeah. Is it because bats eat moths? Do they? Yeah. Oh. That's why. That's why you'll see a bat flying around a lamppost at night. They're picking off the moths. 
Oh, shit, of course. That makes sense. Also, did you know if you want to get rid of moths, you can jingle your keys? Can you? Yeah, the frequency of a jingling key is similar to a bat's sonar, and moths have evolved to pick up the sounds that bats make to try to avoid them. So if you see moths around your like porch light, jingle your keys at them, and they'll bugger off. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, I know you're going to try this now. I mean, yeah, my like, my window's closed, but next time I see a moth, hell yeah, I'm going to try it. Um, <laughs> um, I had bats in my uni accommodation. Were they studying? No. I, like, came home from uni one day, mm. and in, like, the accommodation, I, like, opened, my, opened the door to my bedroom. Um, no, I didn't. I was coming the other way. I opened the door to get out of my bedroom and saw just, like, a bat on the stairs. Just hanging out? Yeah, basically. Um... <laughs> And then I had to ring the Bat Conservation Trust and say, hey, there's bats in my university accommodation. I don't know what to do. Can you come and help? And then they were like, yeah, this is this is how you take care of bats. And I was like, cool. So I became like a bat mum for, for a night. Yay. It was great. I loved it. Did you get them rehoused? Yeah, some guy called Glenn came to collect them. Glenn? Yeah. <laughs> Not Batman. No, well, the guy on the phone, right? So I rang the Bat Conservation Trust to be like, hey, I've got bats. I don't know what to do. And they were like, okay, hang on. Can you just, like, can you describe the bat to us? So I was trying to describe this bat. Um, and they were like, oh, okay, yeah, that sounds like a fairly common bat that we get in the UK. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna find out, like, because he was like, can you tell me where you are? So I said where I was. Um, and he was like, well, I'm going to find out if there's any people in your local area that can come and collect them now. And I was like, all right, no problem. So I, he hung up and he was like, I'll call you back. And I was like, cool. And he, he, when he rang me back, he went, highest Batman. I was like, that's the only reason you took this fucking job. <laughs> like, 100%. that is the only reason you took this job. So you could, <laughs> you had a legit reason to answer the phone and be like, hi, it's Batman. You know, his kid is called Gotham. I... Honestly, there's part of me that really wants to call, if I have a child, really wants to call it Gotham. Because I, I, I just think that would be amazing. That's... And then if he becomes goth, he'd be like, oh, you're Gotham the goth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought it was because you get to say Gotham needs you. Well, yeah, that as well, but... <laughs> Yeah, that's, I mean that's more for like the dad anyway, isn't it? To like get them to do work and whatnot. Yeah, you must defend Gotham. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. We've got to defend Gotham. Yeah, that's just like walking him to the bus stop and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, no. I mean, I'm not going to do that because I feel like that's mean on the kid, but. I do yeah. if anyone's brave enough to do that then I will I will applaud you personally there's a lot of weird kids names out there so yeah yeah that's true <laughs> there is a lot of weird kids weird kids names yeah 
Um, cryptids. Yeah, I mean, what's what's your favorite cryptid? I'm gonna also eat a cinnamon bun while we're talking. <laughs> Enjoy. What's your favorite cryptid? Uh, I'm a such a tough question to ask. <laughs> Yeah, mind went blank of every single thing. I quite mm-hmm. like those nightcrawler things. Which which ones? There's a lot of like nightcrawler ones. The weird white blob things that grow like really long, semi sexy legs. Oh, and walk along. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not like nightcrawler from X Men. <laughs> Although he's fucking awesome. I know what you mean. Hmm. Those, yeah, I quite like them. Run. They seem again like Mothman that'd be cool to hang out with at a party. Yeah, they haven't really got a face. Yeah, don't need a face. <laughs> I, I couldn't hang out with Mothman. Why like, has he got like little diddly bob antennas? No, I don't think so. So he doesn't look like an actual moth. No. Oh, very disappointing. <laughs> now I've I've kind of forgotten every cryptozoology thing I know now. No, that's fine. I love the fact that you can still become a cryptozoologist at college. Maybe that's what I should do. I think it is. I mean, imagine taking a class where anything you say is probably as correct as anything else. (laughs) The only other thing you can do is physics. (laughs) Like, quantum physics and shit like that. Like, Mm -hmm. your job is thinking. Yeah. Like, who's to say that's not how it happens? Fair enough. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like studying Bigfoot and having your whole career about him. See, I'd quite like that. I think that would be quite fun. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't have to do anything, really. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure who would employ you once you've got the degree. <laughs> yeah. I mean, someone would. I mean, you, you just want to tell people, like, oh, yes, I'm a doctor of cryptozoology. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds really fancy until you Google it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you can get a license in dog therapy and stuff now, can't you? Yeah, that that weirds me out. Yeah. Although that, um... <clears throat> oh, what's his name? Jackson yeah. Galaxy, who's a cat behaviourist. But I do think that would be quite fun. I'd quite like to be a cat behaviourist. Be- cat behaviourist. No. Cat behaviourologist. You just want to spend like a week acting like a cat. <laughs> he doesn't act like a cat. He just knows a lot about cats. And I yeah. I like that. I like someone that just, their whole life is just like, yeah, you're a shit cat guardian. Because he doesn't call them owners, he calls them cat guardians. You're a shit cat guardian. And here's how I'm going to make you better. I appreciate that. Like, you realise I bought this cat. I own it. <laughs> no, you're a guardian. Money changed hands. 
No, you're a cat guardian. Yes, but you're a guardian of a cat the same way as people who work in a mental hospital are guardians <laughs> of the people around them. <laughs> you know, you invite a cat into your house to basically stare at you at the most inappropriate times. Mm-hmm. Sit anywhere you don't want it to sit. And then you let her out of the house to go and murder things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cats get away with so much. If you saw a dog chasing a bird, mm-hmm. you'd assume the owner was a, such a dick, wouldn't you? Not really. Like, <gasps> that dog's, you know, killing the animal over there is, is bit down on that rabbit or whatever. Yeah. So untrained. But yeah, a cat will go mm-hmm. out and just... Like, kill everything in sight. Yeah. Yeah. I'm currently looking at my cat that's sitting in my clean washing pile, <laughs> licking itself. But cats cannot get away with it because they're just adorable. Because they're pricks. I mean, yeah, but they're adorable pricks. Mm. <laughs> You know the Egyptians used to worship cats? Mm-hmm. I'm guessing they had cats, yeah? Mm-hmm. Because I've never actually seen a cat in Egypt kind of thing. Do the cats just assume it's one big litter tray? What, because it's sand? Yeah. I mean, maybe, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't picture a cat walking on sand. <clears throat> well, there's a... Um... I don't know why, but... There's oh there was like a photo of like these I mean it was made it was like a photo that was made into a meme of these two cats in I think like the Sahara Desert mm. and the meme was like oh my god we're in the biggest litter box in the world yeah. so yeah but it wouldn't surprise me if cats just thought like Egypt or any place with sand was just a massive litter yeah. box because you know the Sphinx looks part of cat. Mm-hmm. Do you not think the pyramids might just be piled up poo? <laughs> Where they've kicked the little piles behind them and it's made like a pyramid shape. <laughs> and it's all just one big tableau. That's exactly what I think it is, yeah. <laughs> I feel so. Fuck the pharaohs. We can pretend that there's pharaohs in there, but actually, it's just a massive pile of cat shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, the cats have made little pyramids again. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, dear. Did you know, talking of cats, mm. that in Islam... Um, cats are seen as like the best pet because they like clean themselves um, and they're seen as like um, holy and looked well upon in Islam but they clean themselves with their tongue yeah but because they're clean what's wrong with dogs I just don't like dogs I think dogs I'm not saying all people that follow the Islamic faith don't like dogs, because I'm sure there's people that follow the Islamic faith that love dogs. But cats are seen as, like, 
a clean and pure animal. Hmm. Cats have got good PR. They have got really good PR. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Came and spread the shit. You... I also once heard that cats were actually an alien race that came down and then um, just got really fucking stupid because they relied on us for everything. Well, like, cats essentially kind of just kicked and, like, um, forced their way into our lives. Yeah. Because they, they realised that the frequency babies cry at, humans respond to it, so then they learn to meow at the same frequency as a baby so that they can get what they want from humans. That's quite clever. Oh, yeah, because they don't meow at each other, do they? They only yeah. meow at humans. So, honestly, it wouldn't surprise yeah. me. If, if we found out that cats were aliens, that yeah. honestly wouldn't surprise me. I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> there, is, there is nothing about that that would surprise me. If, like, in... 5, 10, 20, however long years time, they were like, hey, break new breaking like scientific discovery. Cats are actually like intelligent aliens. I'll be like, yeah, that checks out. Yeah. I mean, have you ever thought if you put the personality of a cat in a human, you've oh, got a sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like manipulative, stalking. Mm-hmm. Just ignorant. Yeah. No, yeah, they'd be yeah. a dick. Yeah. <laughs> like a complete dick. <laughs> yeah. So stuck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just uh so yeah, the the favorite cryptids of the night was cats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that aren't actually real. <laughs> Oh my god. Can we like I mean I'm not saying that cats are aren't real, but I feel like if they if they came out as not I mean not them, but like if if it came out that they weren't real, then I'd be like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they weren't real. I mean, if they weren't, if they were aliens. Yeah, if they weren't just very feline fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't, genuinely wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, you could see it. Mm-hmm. See, apparently cats only came into our lives because we were dirty. <laughs> we, we, we got dogs because we shared stuff with mm-hmm. them and, you know, they were good for hunting. But apparently we just... We were where the food was, and we were where lots of rats were and stuff. Because rats go anywhere humans go. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then cats kind of domesticated themselves because they like they could hunt in the bush, or they could hunt around people because people just attract these things. Yeah. So yeah. Then, yeah, and then we noticed they were useful for keeping. Well, that's why you still like, get like um, farm cats and stuff, don't you? Yeah. Although, you know, they're probably lazy as well. I wouldn't put it past a cat to kill seven rats in one day and then just light them up in the shed and bring one out a day. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that does sound like cats. <laughs> Lay in the sun the rest of the week. Oh, oh yeah, no, I'm coming, boss. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That does sound a lot like cats. Mm-hmm. Like batch cooking. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> any yeah. creepy pastors that you've read that you've liked? Have you read any creepy pastors? I know you're not really like a horror fan. No, uh, I once saw some taglatelli that was made out of like <laughs> suet or something. That was kind of weird. <laughs> it was green. Not that kind of creepy pasta. Ah, then no. <laughs> Is that the thing no. with like salad fingers and shit? Yeah. No, I've got no idea what that is. So, is it is? I know. I know. Massively gone off cryptids because we just spent like ten minutes talking about fucking cats. Um, but creepy pastas are like urban legends meet kind of like cryptids and horror, and then you get a creepy pasta. Mm. So, one of the most famous ones is probably the Russian sleep experiment. Have you heard of that? Uh, no. Okay. I won't, I'm, I'm just going to give you a rundown, but then maybe in another podcast, I'll just read the entire Russian sleep experiment. Um, but it's basically in like World War II, these scientists captured some Russians. <laughs> no, wait, no. The, the scientists may have been the Russians. <laughs> I think I think the scientists were the Russians, um, and they did the sleep experiment. <laughs> on some prisoners of war, where they were like, oh, I wonder what would happen if we just pumped like some gas into the room that they were all in, yeah. um, to keep them awake for I think like two weeks they wanted to go for, yeah. Um, and then it all kind of like goes downhill um, and it gets to a point where the there's like, I think there's five of them. Um, spoiler alert, none of them end up surviving. Um, and two of them, I think, get put in hospital because they'd like ripped their skin open um, and they'd, like pulled their like intestines and everything and stuff out. So they go end up in mm. hospital um, to have these all like put back in. And they try to like seduce, not seduce them, <laughs> sedate <laughs> them <laughs> with anaesthetic and things like that. But they're like, no, don't use the anaesthetic. Um, and they're like asking to be put back in with the gas that will help them keep awake. And they notice that whenever they go to sleep, um, after like 10 days of being awake, whenever they go to sleep, they um, die. So these two that were left were like, oh, we're like, mm. please put us back, un- back under the gas, put us back under the gas. Um, and then they do all of that. The scientists, before they shoot the last one, are like, what are you? And he's just yeah. the guy that's like, we are you. We're like the madness that lies underneath. It's really good. Mm. That was a really bad... <laughs> short weird. rendition of it but the actual thing is really good um, apparently yeah, science can... doesn't know why we need to sleep yeah that weirds me out as well yeah we do because we do yeah because yeah. there's like a limit you can stay awake before you start hallucinating can't you yeah 
and then but... you can die from lack of sleep. But yeah, it yeah. weirds me out that they're like, oh yeah, no, we just we just need to sleep. Mm. Okay, science. <laughs> it also weirds me out that you know you said they gave an anesthetic. Yeah. Anesthetize them. Apparently, some of the anesthetic we use today, we still don't understand either. But yeah. it doesn't put you to sleep. It severs your consciousness. Does it not so put when, you to sleep? I when you go to sleep and you wake up, you're aware that time's passed. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you're in a dark room and no clocks or anything, you've got a rough gauge of how long you've been asleep kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and that's like that. When you get put under an anaesthetic, certain ones, it severs your consciousness. So you could be under for five minutes or two years and you'd have no idea how much time has passed. Oh, that's strange. And it completely takes you away from your body completely. It's it's akin to being dead kind of thing. You know, you, you've got literally no idea what's happened. It's It hits a pause button on you and then plays again. You know, it stops you, starts you, and you're not aware of anything that's happened in between. Oh, I don't like that. No, I was uh, listening to a study on the radio about it the other week. And oh, yeah, they've, they've generally got no idea why it happens or how it happens. They just know it works. I don't like that. No, I didn't either. <laughs> because like sleep, I'm kind of like, right, yeah, even if even if you're trying your hardest not to go to sleep, at some point yeah. you're going to fall asleep. And yeah. like you'll be a bit like, oh, this is really annoying, but okay, yeah, I do feel better. But like, I, I can accept that science doesn't doesn't hasn't figured out why we need sleep. They're just kind of like, we just do fine. Yeah. But anaesthetic feels like something that you should have mastered before you stop putting it in yeah. people. No, <laughs> they figured out it works, <laughs> and that was it. That that was good enough. No, I don't like that. Same as planes, isn't it? There's like three different theories of why planes work. But, yeah, but no do. one's really sure which one it is. It's, yeah, but isn't it something to do with like thrust? And like yeah, wind they're not, and something? They're not sure if it's the air passing over creates suction and pulls the plane into the air or the wind going under the wing forces it up. They just know that shape creates lift. Oh, no, I don't like that either. It kind of, you know, Why don't it they works, know how planes so work? It's fine. Eh? Not really, what? no. But what? They should. They just People work. need to figure this shit out. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. No, I don't like that. Someone needs to Things figure out Things work so people are work. happy. Yeah, like, you don't know how gravity works. Yeah, I do. But you're fine. I mean, I kind of know how gravity works. How does it work? <laughs> Are you picturing tiny strings attached to you, pulling you down? No. <laughs> no. I know. It's, it's something to do with the magnetic fields around us. Are you magnetic? No. Okay, I don't know how gravity works. <laughs> I just, I know that it does. But again, we've accepted See? that gravity works. Like That's a natural force, yeah. Yeah. But planes, we invented planes, right? We did. 
So we should know how and why they work. But they work, so... Yeah, but no one's scared of getting on a plane to be like, shit, what if this this one time it doesn't work? But they're like, if there's three different reasons why it would potentially work, then even if one fails, the other two are there. (laughs) It's a very good job, but I'm not a fucking physicist. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You'd be be going deep into all this, wouldn't you? Oh, my God. I just there's just some things that I think we should know for sure how they work. And planes and anesthetic are two of them. Is it because they were both invented before the invention of health and safety? Maybe, yeah. So you didn't really need to know exactly how <laughs> things work. This I... is the time when they were making giant blimps. Full of explosive gas and putting lighters on the smoking deck. Yeah, but there was um oh there was that guy wasn't there that he was like the only per only doc quote unquote doctor yeah. who had like a three hundred percent mortality rate when he did one of his operations. He was like amputating someone's leg. Yeah. Um. Oh, let me see if I can find it because I wanted I want to do this justice because this always makes me laugh. Three hundred percent mortality rate was it that guy I think it was that guy <clears throat> okay yeah 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 right okay so this guy called Robert Liston mm-hmm. um so in 1847 a doctor performed an amputation in 25 seconds operating so quickly they accidentally amputated his assistant's fingers as well both mm-hmm. later died of sepsis a spectator reportedly died of shock resulting in the only known medical procedure with a 300% mortality rate <laughs> <laughs> that was very good <laughs> I thought you meant he just generally had a 300% mortality rate no. I was like who's letting him operate on them <laughs> no doctors are scarce but Jesus <laughs> No, yeah, it was one one operation, three hundred, and then three people died. Wow! One of who wasn't even being fucking operated on. <laughs> one of them was the doctor. I don't think so. I think the doctor survived. Oh, I thought it was the doctor that died of shock. No, just a spectator reported he died of shock. The spectator reported he died of shock. <laughs> Spectator reportedly died of shock. Ah, okay. That's fine. There's that um medicine medicine museum in London there. Where they've got like a theater. That also weirds me out as well, how people just used to go and watch surgery. Yeah. There was nothing on telly back then. (laughs) People actually used to go to an actual theater. Yeah, but like that's where we get the word theatre from, isn't it? Yeah. I think it is. Where do we get the word theatre from? I'm so glad I've got my laptop with me. For some oh. reason, I thought it was to do with the Colosseum in Rome. No, but I don't Colosseum. know why. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It was a spectacle <laughs> in a theatre. The of... word theatre. That's probably bullshit, though. From. I mean, I think one of us is going to be right. <laughs> I feel it may not be me. Oh. Greek. The fucking Greek. Greek. 
Um, a, the word is from the Greek theatron, a place of seeing. Yeah. A theatre usually has a stage area where the performance itself takes place. Okay. So it's a Greek. That was kind of close. You were you were closer than me, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why are opticians not called theatres then? Because they're also a place of seeing. <laughs> it's a different kind of seeing, I think. <laughs> ah. Opticians are fucking weird, though, man. Why? They're just they're just weird. Who like is like you know what? I'm really clever. Like I, to be fair, I think this is about dentists as well. But who's like I'm really really clever. I'm like I'm the smartest in my class. I'm great. I'm good at science. I'm good at all of these things. I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go and look in people's eyes for a living. Also, weirdly. I don't trust opticians that don't wear glasses. And I know, don't get me wrong, I know some of them might be wearing contacts, but I don't trust opticians that don't wear glasses. It's the same with chefs. I don't trust thin chefs. Yeah. Thoughts? <laughs> I agree with all of them. I don't like opticians that don't, that I don't feel like I've had a good assessment. You know when they like put some machine to your eye and go, right, this is what's wrong with you. No, mm-hmm. I want some little paddle over my eye. <laughs> Go, can you read that chart? Number so one you, or number two? You want like the whole, the whole shebang. Oh, yeah, I want the old-fashioned shit. Yeah. It's the same as when I go to the doctors. I want a full medical physical Yeah, we every time I go. That. We don't like, because in America, I mean, I'm basing this off of like TV shows and whatnot. Um, yeah. But in like America, they seem like every time you go to the doctor, they seem to do like a whole fucking physical. Yeah. And we just kind of like, no, I'm just here for like my leg, or like I'm um, my my finger hurts. Yeah, like I don't I don't want to go and say when they say what's wrong with you, me go, blah 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 blah, and then go, oh, this is it. Like, no, examine it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't come to a fortune teller. <laughs> like, actually, look. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm with you. Okay, so we need to bring back old school doctors and opticians that actually do the full the full shebang. Yes. Okay, cool. I want full lab coats. Mm Mm-hmm. Fuck it, I'd have plague doctors. No, the masks scare me. Yeah. Yeah, I want I want full old fashioned service. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want half an hour with my doctor just to tell them my knee hurts. <laughs> do doctors still do the um reflex tests? The little tappy thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never had it done. I don't know what they do it for, but you know. But yeah, I want that done. Okay. I, I want mm. a little wooden lolly stick brought out. I want them to depress my tongue. Say ah. I had to do that when I had tonsillitis. Mm. I had to do the first time I got it. I had to do that. I but I went in and was like, I've googled it. I think it's tonsillitis. I know I shouldn't have googled it, but I've googled it. And he was like, Well, do you want me to like have a look? I was like, Oh no, yeah, you're like you've trained. Like, yeah, you you should definitely have a look. 
but it's tonsillitis. I felt very smart that day because I was like, oh, I know what this is. <laughs> very good. Power of Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been to doctors before. They're good on to me. What do you think is wrong with you? Sorry? It's a good I job can tell you my symptoms. It's fucking doctors, isn't it? Yeah. I'll just write my own prescription, shall I? <laughs> All my medical training. Mm-hmm. But yeah, proper doctors, <laughs> proper opticians, dentists are fine. I see, I don't. But again, I'm like, I'm like with opticians, who like goes through however many years of medical school to then be like, I want to look in people's mouths for a living. Yeah. That weirds me out. That shouldn't be a body part that people should want to be looking at. Well, you used to get, like, the ear, nose and throat doctor, didn't you? Yeah, but that uh, they're all, like, connected, though, so that, like... Yeah, but that seems really weird. Now, aren't they called, like, ear, nose and throat specialists now? Yeah, they specialise in that area. But, yeah, it's weird. We've got too many holes in our face. Apparently, we've got about seven holes in our entire body. We're a seven-hole donut. Wait, we've got seven holes in our entire body? I think so. Then mo- surely most of them are on the face. Maybe Wait a 14, minute, no, because I've got like... Seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, I mean, on like the outside and like surface level, I've counted nine. Nine? <laughs> Have you included tear ducts? Eleven. Oh, crap. No, you hadn't. <clears throat> right. How many, how, many, how many are you getting just for your face? <laughs> right. So, tear ducts. That's two. That's not what you had before. No, I know, because I'd started at the bottom and worked my way up. Okay. So for a woman, pee hole, vag hole, bum hole, three. <clears throat> yeah. All right. You're not one of those people that think we pee and have sex at the same hole, are you? No, no, I'm just wondering if they're connected. What, your pee hole and your vag hole? Well... Humans are basically just a tube, aren't we? Yeah, that's from your mouth to your ass. Yeah. But your if your ear, nose and throat are all connected as well, they're connected to that same hole. Oh shit. No, P vagin arse aren't connected. No, because there's tissue in between them. Otherwise we'd shit out of our vag holes. Yeah. <laughs> So no, they're not connected. They're three separate holes. Okay. Okay. So three. Obviously, if you're a man, it's two because you don't have a badge. You don't know me. But assigned male at birth do not have badges. Yeah. <laughs> and then mouth. So now up uh-huh. to four. Nostrils. Yep. Tear ducts. Okay. And then throat, 
Yep. So what was the other isn't, fucking two? Isn't that still mouth? No, because your mouth is one hole, then you've got another hole for your throat. They go to your lungs. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know anymore. You forgot it your is. ears, by it the is. way. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. No, ears was the next one that I was thinking. But now I don't know if my mouth and throat count as one hole or not. Uh, in head, shoulders, knees and toes, they only count as one. <laughs> yeah, well, they don't do eye, 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 ear, ear, mouth, nose, nose. So saying that, your eyes, ears and nose only count as one hole as well. Did you know you can't have a 2D human? Well, no, because we live in a 3D world. That's true. But because <laughs> of our... <laughs> because the fact that our mouth and our ass are connected, uh, the person would split in half. Wait. How are they split in half? If you drew a person so it's flat. Yeah. And the mouth is connected to the ass. it means there's part on the left side of it, part on the right side of it. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. It's split in half. That's why we have to be three-dimensional. Also, do we live in a 3D world or a 4D world? Oh, don't do this to me. I've... <laughs> I'll smoke some naughty lettuce. Like, <laughs> don't, I don't want to have an existential crisis. I was just curious. I was talking to someone the other day and they said, oh, like 3D glass in that. It's like, yeah, it's like, they're like, oh, we're in a 3D world. I said, are we not in a 4D world? What's the difference between 3D and 4D? I feel like 3D is still flat but comes out, you know, like a, you can draw something 3D, but it's still flat on the paper. Yeah. But 4D it actually has height, width, depth, breadth. Oh, shit. Do we live in a 4D world? I don't know. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's, it's probably bollocks. I don't know. I've 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 got the tendency to make up random shit and it just sounds right. <laughs> Hang on. Do we live in a three D or four D world? Three dimensions. Three dimensions. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. We can do the time as an additional fourth dimension. I do. So, yeah, we know in everyday life, we inhabit a space of three dimensions, a vast cupboard, quote unquote, with height, width, depth, well known for centuries. Less obviously, we can consider time as an additional fourth dimension, as Einstein famously revealed. Yeah. So, yeah, no, we're three dimensions. Do you think time is linear? This is right. <laughs> this is definitely a topic for another discussion. It is. 
my, my theory of reincarnation along the entire timeline. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. That makes it that makes sense to me. And there was yeah. that like Tumblr post fucking ages ago that basically said that there's only like one there's God and then there's like one person. But that yeah. person is everybody. So he is like he so he would say Brian in this life, then he dies, oh, yeah. gets reincarnated, and then he's like an eighth century um Chinese peasant girl. Yeah. Yeah. So he is everyone. So it was it was, it was basically the post was basically saying be nice to everyone because how do you know that you're not everyone? Yeah. Um, you have to live live every life to become a Yeah. Yeah. A deity. Um, but yeah, I was making a point, but now I can't remember what the point was. Linear timeline. Yeah. And then if we're going off of Doctor Who, then yeah. it's wibbly wobbly timey wimey. And then if we're going off the good place, it's Jeremy Berrimy. Jeremy Berrimy, yeah. I live mm-hmm. in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like because it doesn't like that's why I like that Tumblr post because yeah, we're saying about like you've just got to be kind to everyone because how do you know it's not you in like a different time kind of thing? But then yeah. that the like the whole thing of that is like well you don't know so like be nice to everyone so, blah, blah blah all of that. But I do quite like that theory of reincarnation where yeah. you're like you in your current life. But then yeah. you go back, like you die, you go back, and then you're someone else, kind of thing. And that's why that, because that theory as well fits quite well with deja vu. Yeah. Because it's like you've already lived this part of your life. Oh, so there was a good one I heard in a song book the other mm. day. And it said that, um, kind of similar to the reincarnation thing, all time is happening at once. And it's mm. your consciousness that moves along. Yeah. Rather. So it was like you go into a pub and you meet a girl, she's brilliant, you get married, yada, yada, yada. A few years later, she ends up gunning you down for one reason or another. Rude. Yep, rude. <laughs> so at that point, your consciousness leaves you, mm-hmm. travels back in time to that point, and that's when you get that weird deja vu and funny feeling kind of thing. And when you get deja vu, do you try and do the same thing or do you try and change it? When you experience it. No, I do the same thing. Uh, yeah. Most people think, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. But yeah, so the consciousness would travel back and you're you're standing outside that pub going, oh, I want to go in there. I've not been in there for ages. And then you think, absolutely, fuck it. There's that other one down the road and you go there instead. So you change your future timeline then oh. because your consciousness has traveled back and give you that feeling, that glimmer into the future of just a, an unusual like feeling and made you take a different path. Yeah. Oh, I like that. And then, yeah, and then, and then you'll, from that point on, a different timeline sets out for you. So even though you've lived all that way once, your consciousness is okay to travel back or forwards in time. And it can also do the same way you sleep. And then that's why sometimes you'll have also a slight thought about something because it's, may have travelled a couple of days into the future, a few days into the past, whatever. <sighs> and if there was multiple lives for us and we can be reincarnated in the time of the Stone Age or 
reincarnated billions of years into the future, if your consciousness can leave your body, and it's always been the same one for all of those, it could travel to your other lives, experience that for a while, and travel back to you. So that's why some dreams can seem very real. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I take a lot of information from different places and bundle it all together. <laughs> oh, I'm on board for that. Yeah. I approve of that. Because then that brings in like the whole like multiverse theory quite nice as well. Yes. Well, a kid I know does worry every time he goes to sleep, but if he goes to sleep first, he'll wake up in tomorrow by himself. Aww. Or he'll say, I'll let them go to sleep because then they'll be waiting in tomorrow. Or he, when he doesn't get to sleep, he gets annoyed because his brother's already doing things in tomorrow because his brother's already asleep. <laughs> so he feels like his consciousness is already there, woken up and started. <laughs> because like you say to you say to the kid at Christmas, the faster you go to sleep, the faster tomorrow will come. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's uh and he's told me this for years and years and years, and then I heard this very similar thing in an old sci-fi audio book. I'm like, shit. Well that's adorable. It is. I like that theory. <laughs> that's gonna be my new life theory. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anywho, this has run to one hour and five minutes <laughs> instead of thirty minutes. No, we're doing one hours. We're doing we're doing one hour. We're doing one hours, are we? Yeah. And we'll we'll say we'll say goodbye <laughs> to all our fat friends. <laughs> um. Also, um, this is about meant to be about cryptids. <laughs> So <laughs> let's end with Cassandra's favourite cryptid is Mothman and Icarus is, is them little white things with nice legs. Icarus is the Minotaur. No, no. Yours is the yeah. white things with legs. No! <laughs> I want the cow guy. I want the cowboy. No. And the Minotaur isn't a cryptid. He is. No, he isn't. What is he then? A ancient Greek hybrid, <laughs> like the Kraken. <laughs> oh my god, the Kraken wasn't on the list. It's because it's real. I mean, yeah. If he wasn't on the list, then yeah. News alert: the Kraken's real. Why? <laughs> That's the reason for the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. That's how we're ending this then, yeah? With the Kraken is the reason for the Bermuda Triangle because the Kraken is real. Yeah. Okay, cool. He's out there <laughs> cracking it on. <laughs> right. That's it. That's it. We've been Icarus and Cassandra. <laughs> Once we again, if a... you're still listening, why? <laughs> we need an outro as well. So we need an intro 
little jingle and then an outro. Sure. Cool. See you next time. Bye. Bye bye.